Christmas time. Yeah. 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 It's all good stuff. Tyranny of the urgent. Tyranny of the urgent. At least it's jolly urgency. Yeah. Well, it's Christmas. Until it gets to be too much. Yeah. And it's bah humbug. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I've already vacillated into bah humbug. <laughs> I'm back into jolly. Oh, yeah. Nice job. Well, for today. Maybe. Oh, for the it happens that quickly, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's wow. a that's a vacillator for you, right? I tell you, it? it does How go that? quick. Yeah, it does go quick. It's all about the expectation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. hey, I'm I'm just glad you you know you're in the ho ho moment. That's right. The yeah. ho ho moment. Welcome to How I See It with me, Mark Pratt, and Justin Sternberg. This is a podcast that works to counter cultural polarization through thoughtful conversations. Did you decorate for Christmas? I see your tree up from here. Oh, yeah. Did I? Yeah. No. That's me. Every Black Friday, Megan's like, bam, we're doing this. Wow. Cool, cool. By the end of the Friday, it's usually 90% done. Um, but yeah, by the end of the weekend, she had it all. But yeah, we got lights up on the front. She nice. got a tree out there. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I did tree. see the tree on the way in. Yeah. No, like outside. No, I didn't see yeah, the tree outside. outside. on the patio. I was, yeah, I was still sending a text when I was coming down your driveway, I'll be honest. Yeah. It's like, you know, trying to get some stuff done before. Oh, yeah. It's but, all right. Yeah. So, uh, but I, once I parked, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I looked at the back of the house there yes. where the addition the is. And, yeah, 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 your tree looks nice. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. You can give all that credit right straight up to me. Nice job. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, Chris did ours too. Yeah. I, well, I did lights and beads. Yeah. It's a it's beads a, on the yeah. tree. Mm-hmm. Nice. Little nice. white beads, like cool. say. Yeah. It is it's cool. A tradition. You do the lights and beads. Yeah. 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 I guess, yeah, white lights, white beads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can, I can show you a picture if you'd like. But let's see it. Uh, you want to see it? Yeah, it's right here. I got took a picture, sent it to to Lizzie. She was disappointed. She wasn't able to be a part of the process. Yeah, she should be. Yeah, you know, it's part of her, uh, her and her mom's, her and her mom's ability. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Oh yeah, that's beautiful. That looks very similar to yeah. ours, even in the corner like that. Yeah, maybe I'll take a picture of ours and then we can post them <laughs> on our uh, Instagram. Happy to do it. Oh, we have an Instagram. We do. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Here, I've always I've been telling people I don't have Instagram, so you do. You just don't know it. <laughs> I'm posting lots of pictures of you, Mark. Yeah. No, that's okay. No, lately it's just the episode images every yeah. week. So, yeah, but we should put some more stuff in there. Hmm. Like our pictures, maybe pictures we may, maybe we should, <laughs> Justin. <laughs> yes, mm, yes, we. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Kind of so, like kind of like decorating a tree, you know. Yeah, we know who. To yes, take. exactly. Yeah. We decorated the tree, yeah. right? Yep. yep. But yeah. So technology. Technology. That's uh, Instagram for you. Yeah. Uh, so, would you say no? No. <laughs> maybe. I'm just curious. I'm That's okay. <laughs> so would you say technology makes us more intelligent? Uh, so intelligence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Just, definition. Yeah. What is intelligence? 
So I feel like there's different ways to describe intelligence. I think there's the objective okay. IQ, right? Sure. Which is not a perfect measurement of all types of intelligence. Sure. It's a measure of a specific aspect of intelligence. Sure. And then there are, uh, you know, there's emotional intelligence, right? Which sure. isn't measured on any IQ tests, um, mm-hmm. but also can significantly contribute or or the, the opposite towards your success, right? Sure. Um, there is wisdom, which is more of a applied knowledge slash intuition, maybe okay. slash inspiration. There is street smarts. Sure. Right? Yeah. Where, you know, you grew up on the street and you learned, you know, you mm-hmm. learned the streets. You you know how to get, get around there. And But, it, you know, if someone were to compete with you in a math test, then, you know, mm-hmm. you would call yourself dumb. But sure. in some aspects, you know, you're smart, you know. And so there's that. Yeah. Um, and then there is... As we were, you know, hinting at earlier, there's also this idea of um, inherited intelligence, mm. or basically the the generations of, you know, intellect that's been built prior to me has built a certain foundation of intelligence that I can then build my thing on. Sure, and feel like I'm super smart, but really it's you know, a hundred, you know, ninety eight percent the foundation and you know two percent my application sure you put the star on top of the tree basically yeah yeah so that's like so when you say are we more intelligent which huh? one of those <laughs> sure do you mean <laughs> yeah and i would say and maybe maybe it is more about technology versus intelligence type dynamic but i think about it in the context of having information available quicker can make us seem smarter mm. more yeah. intelligent so in other words the like you shared the foundation of information we have to build off of with technology is far more advanced than our forefathers. Yeah. Because, you know, you, yep. you, that's not making light of their intelligence, but it's our information that has grown, you know, that yeah. makes that difference from my perspective. Yep. I think more often than not, not we are kind of blown away by the intelligence of way back you know generations and i mean i even think about like in school we learned about the 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 primer (laughs) you know what i'm talking about the primer yeah the reading primer you mean yeah Yeah. i I feel like they called it primer and i was like i don't think that's right i got you but either way the read the the (laughs) yeah yeah that was like the phonics it was like this iconic Sure. Primer that looked was like used. a almost like a hymnal in an old yeah, fashioned maybe. church. You know, so you've seen one like in well maybe the color. Or, you once you saw yeah. it, you definitely recognize what it was. Yeah, yeah. No, but I, that was a thing in like what eighteen early eighteen hundreds, maybe seventeen. I don't know. Sure. Like you know, early parts of our country that kids would learn in the little 
one room schoolhouse like sure in every kid in the school would learn from that same book yep i got you and the things that they would learn is just like whoa that's ways too smart you know like, i hear you the yeah, stuff yeah. they're learning and the stuff they were able to do and even you think about handwriting and like how you know intelligent even the, the handwriting look this is the way every person mm. you know was required to learn penmanship and do it at uh you know a level that we can't even and then mm. you think about things like the pyramids right where it's like in some cases, in some ways, we're still not quite sure how they could have accomplished the feat. I mean, we certainly have theories, but it's like mm-hmm. it would have taken a lot of craziness, no matter how it was accomplished, for mm-hmm. the technology they had at that time. And then, so do you think aliens helped with the pyramids? Yeah, yeah. of course. Do you really? No, <laughs> but you know, okay. No, <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Uh, I'm very open-minded person, but that one feels like a bit okay. of a stretch. Well, you were just saying, you know, many different. <laughs> I was just checking to see if that was one of the many. That's yeah. all. Maybe. Maybe, Mark. Is Maybe. It? Well, now you're starting to vacillate. Come yeah. on now. Well, is it or is uh, it? We're not talking about conspiracies today. Not Otherwise, conspiracies. I would definitely. That yeah. Would be, yeah. I'm not going to go down that route. I mean, you're not going to let me do it. Okay. Uh, no, but I was gonna, there's this YouTube channel where yeah. this guy is trying to recreate this Byzantine like sundial thing mechanism. Oh, wow. And um, he's rebuilding it from like these plans that were, you know, what was that library? Alexandrian library. I think that's where, oh, yeah. where the original plans were found or whatever. And in national treasure. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Underneath the, uh, the yes. church in Washington, DC. Yeah. 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 Uh, but no, it's so cool. It's this whole YouTube channel where he's just, it was, in, it was in Boston. Bit by bit, cre- the, ch- the church was. Oh, the Boston! Church, yeah, that's yeah. right, Boston. My yeah. bad, my bad, Boston. Wasn't it? Get your no. Historical he sent it. He sent the other guy to Boston. Correct. No, it was Wall. It was Wall Street. You are correct. All right. Yeah, it was my bad. Yep. Man, I'm sorry. G- I'm glad we straightened that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we want our historical fiction facts to be <laughs> accurate. <laughs> yes, but either way, the yes, the, the, the Alexandrian thing. Yes, uh, he's creating this in. The amount of effort he's going into recreating these things, and he's trying to do it using materials that they would have had at the time, so okay. cer- certain metals and all that. Oh, but wow. he's using modern tools. He's like, I'm not. No one's uh, gonna, you know. Uh, so he's using lathes and all that kind of stuff. But it's incredible. Like he's talking about throughout this whole series, like how precise the measurements are and how important these precise measurements are for the whole thing to work and just like and it's you know byzantine empire and like i don't know where that stands i think that's definitely before jesus right like that's bc sure Uh oh you're gonna see there's there's our information Uh, this is how i'm gonna be intellectual yeah (laughs) when was the byzantine empire as he speaks into his uh, his phone, now he's looking, now searching. 1453. Okay. Okay, not before Jesus. Not before Jesus. So we were both wrong. Oh, wait, 338. What? Uh-oh. Uh, Going to have to do a fact check now. I think. Uh, <laughs> when? What? Technology. Byzantine Empire. Yeah, three. Oh, wow. So 1100 years it lasted. Okay. So 330 to 1453. Okay. All right. 
So not as old as I thought. Not but before still Christ. Definitely old. Sure. Um. Anyway, that was a long uh, meander after your That's question, okay. but just how intelligent. What is intelligence, right? Like, yeah, is yeah. it the ability to create those things from almost no foundation and build what they built? I think sure. to me that reflects intelligence much much more than, well, we have a you know a computer mm-hmm. as our foundation to stand on, so we built you know an application or whatever that mm-hmm. helps us save a little time in our day. It's like, sure. look at this accomplishment we saved, you know. 20 minutes from every person's life or whatever. Yeah. And that's, you know, I'm not going to take away from accomplishments today. I'm just saying compared to, uh, with, you know, with the foundation that they're standing on, would you call yeah. that more intelligent? I would say definitely not. I would say that's that's a blessing of living in this generation is you have the past generations to build on. And yeah. that will be true in 200 years that they'll have. So would you say, as you, you, you mentioned, you know, <clears throat> the different eras, if you will, uh, the pyramids, that kind of thing. Would you say that as a culture, we tend to look down on previous generations in such a way that says they weren't as intelligent as you might personally think they were? Like the old ways were just Mm. dumb. Yeah. antiquated kind of the maybe the chesterson fence type thing yeah. you know they just didn't yeah. they just didn't have the intelligence that we have today to be able to know mm-hmm. the right things to do yeah i mean i definitely don't feel that way but i i know that that's certainly a belief system yeah where would you say that comes from then? That belief well, system. Well, my guess is that belief system has been true in certain pockets, you know, of culture throughout all of time. That would be my assumption. Help me understand that. Like every generation, there's a facet of people who say, we're the smartest mm. in the world and everyone before us was dumb. Okay. You know, because generally mm. as a, a creature, we believe as you know, me being mm-hmm. the center of the universe, mm. right? And so, you know, it's depending on how you're bent, but I, I definitely think it's like, I'm definitely the smartest one around, you know, <laughs> definitely the smartest of every generation, or, you know, and uh, I don't know. Really? So, so you would boil it down more to almost a pride dynamic? Yeah, I would. I don't know. What do you, what's your thought? Well, no, that's why I'm that's why I'm honestly thinking about it from that aspect of where does if that facet has always been there mm-hmm. if, as you're, you know, proclaiming or, you know, declaring to a certain degree. I was I was just curious on that and I hadn't really thought about it. I guess I I saw it that I think that if I may call it that arrogance seems to be growing mm. versus in other words, mm. I don't, I didn't necessarily, as I reflect back on, you know, my parents or my grandparents, you know, they had accomplishments, but I, I saw how it seemed as if they were, you know, more generationally connected 
to where, you know, mm. these, these farms or these, you know, these acres or this house, you know, was handed down, Yeah, you know, in such a way that there was a sense of gratitude towards the, <clears throat> not, the, not necessarily the, the investment, but, you know, there was a gratitude for the effort, the work that went before us, you know, clearing this field or, you know, building this barn or, you know, that kind of thing. And I guess I don't necessarily see that mm -hmm. in the same dynamic. And granted, you know, that's probably a, and there's a part of me that would be able to recognize, you know, as we've grown, as the, the family system has become more, you know, spread apart, you know, yeah. The nuclear family, you know, we have the ability to move and, you know, relocate and still in some ways stay connected via technology, which I'm not, you know, anti-technology, but I, I just think we've lost some of that, that dynamic yeah. of appreciating what, you know, our, the, our predecessors have done. Yeah, I agree. And I think that connects, and I guess that's where I'm... And granted, I'm not saying I'm not disagreeing with you that that facet wasn't there, but I guess I see it more as a mm. growing awareness that it just seems as if there is more judgment of the, you know, the forefathers in some ways that say, you know, they were just yeah. clueless. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like. I agree. I not I feel like your assessment is probably spot on, but I also feel like it's probably history repeating itself. Mm. And I, I I keep thinking as you were talking, it kept making me think about your your quote that you brought mm -hmm. a while back about good times make soft men. I got gotcha. soft man, men make bad times. Bad times make strong men. Strong uh -huh. men make good times. Sure. Right. Yeah. I think I got that. That's pretty, That's pretty close, close. Pretty close. You say it. Yeah. It's going to be along that line. I might start with the the strong men make, make good, good times. times. Yeah. Hard hard times okay. make strong men. Strong men make good times. Good times basically make weak men. And weak men and weak make, make hard, hard times. times. Yes. So yes, that's yes. So that I cycle is what was in my mm. mind as you were talking. I feel like. I mean, you, you're able to, to see kind of a glimpse of maybe up to three generations from where you are, right? So you sure. can see this decline of certain mm. values and certain things. But you can also, at the same time, see an incline of good times, right? Like, mm. so, mm. yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're probably heading towards that. And I again, I feel like this... I'm certain this is not the first time this has happened. I, I imagine there's plenty of people in the time of Rome, the city of Rome, that were living sure. in Rome, living it up, doing good, and you know, with the mm. same perspective of like our forefathers were idiots and we're the smartest mm. ones around, and look what we built. And but again, they're living in Rome, a city built by the forefathers. Sure. You know, there's this foundation that they're then able to build on top of, and they think, look how tall I'm standing, because mm -hmm. they're standing on that foundation, right? I, I feel like it's very cyclical fashion, it just in terms of history repeating stuff. Oh, I wasn't mm -hmm. there, though, right? So I can't, of course, I don't know yeah. that, but it just no. feels intuitive to me that that would be the case. And um, 
And it makes sense in that aspect of that arrogance led to the fall of the Roman Empire. Yeah. You know, yes. to, to that degree that yeah. we can be self-sustaining, you know, that there is no, there is no God, there is no need for God yeah. in this dynamic because we can do it all. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that, the higher you get in the Tower of Babel. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, you know, the easier it is to fall. Yeah. I don't know. I mixed metaphors there, but. But it's Okay. And now in that process, as we're thinking, and that's, I guess that's where I'm in agreement with you. We're not always so self-aware yeah, as we might think we are. Yeah. Cause I think it requires an awareness that extends beyond multiple generations. Sure. And I think that's a tall order for anyone. Yeah. Much less those who are inclined to just assume we're smarter, right? Like I think sure. that's what's happening more than anything. It's like, well, just look around. Of course, we're more intelligent. Yeah. Look, of course, you know, like, and I just think. Yeah. So is information deceptive? Is information <laughs> deceptive? That's. In other words, explain. we can look at what we have. In other words, we have the ability to do this. We have, we know all of these things. Yeah, I see. And yet it just makes us in some ways more dependent or, you know, on that information. And really, we just kind of lose sight. In other words, our focus gets shifted in some ways. And, you know, we, we, to, to where we become more concerned about interest rates and stock markets, you know, and, and just my momentary comfort than being able to recognize, okay, how do we live our lives in such a way that has an impact? You know, I guess, I guess a, a, avoiding the distractions of information yeah. based on recognizing that, yes, history is going to repeat itself. And we can learn from that hmm. in such a way that says, yeah, what, what do we do now knowing that this isn't going to be the way it's going to be forever. And I'm not, yeah. I'm not, and I'm not being dramatic, but, no, I, but I mean, that's just a fact. Yeah. That's history, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. And I think about it, you know, even I, you know, I guess I, I, I wrestle with that part of, okay, God's faithful all the time. And yet, you know, even as a culture, I think we're kind of in this process that we can figure it all out. If we just adjust this or do that, you know, we can maintain this, this current market or this current dynamic. And it's like, I guess that I see that as being small. Yeah. I'm yeah. And I'm not, and I'm not trying to get, into that process of, you know, a doom and gloom type, you know, the sky's going to fall type thing. But I, I guess I just see it as being bigger than us in the whole scheme of things. And I guess that's where I, I, uh, I think about it from a dependence, mm -hmm. a reliance. Mm -hmm. And I think when we get to that point of being able to say we're, we're smarter and we've got it all figured out, that's a, 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 I'll say a dangerous place to be. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I guess my question to you would be, do you feel like the way you feel about how it is right now, mm-hmm. do you feel like it is at a, at a higher pinnacle, you know, than ever in the past? I mean, just um, higher. Well, at, at what at a higher pinnacle? Like, uh, I don't know, just kind of the sentiment of how smart we think we are. I, I, I think, I think I see that maybe that arrogance, if you will, mm-hmm. more so as a culture. Yeah. Then I can recall. Yeah. 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 Okay. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I guess that's what I was asking. Yeah. If you feel like it's at a peak for what you, but from your vantage point, or if you feel like it's at an all time peak, if that makes sense. Yeah. From my vantage point, the 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 mighty fifty three going on fifty four years. Yeah, I mean through a little it, bit of extension through your parents and stories, yeah, but yeah, it just seems as if you know. And I guess part of it is a lot of it comes back to the information because I think you can receive so much information nowadays that isn't necessarily beneficial. Yeah. And there's, there is, I would say there's more confusion in some ways Mm -hmm. based on the amount of information we have available. And I think in some ways it has made us more, um, anxious. Yeah. As far as being able to go forward in confidence without second guessing ourselves or in that process to be, able to recognize yeah or if we were to go back you know a hundred years we could look and you know the average person would say that's not a good idea mm-hmm. you follow me i mean the majority of people would say that isn't a good idea in other words and you can take that to whatever you know having you know divorce you know, you can take that to, you know, transgender issues, you know, it's like, that's not beneficial. And I think as a culture, we might say, well, you just don't know how beneficial it is. And I would say, if we go back in history, that person would say, no, I'm not sure that you see where that road is leading. And the, the implications, the consequences of Mm -hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I would, I would even bring it, you know, back to a political aspect of, okay, how, how far, how far in debt can a country go, mm-hmm. you know, or to that degree, mm-hmm. you know, and recognize that there, 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 there just isn't a consequence to it. Mm-hmm. We can, we can prop this whole thing up. We can make it work. Yeah. And yet there's going to be a point where it doesn't work anymore. Right. 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 (laughs) And yeah, Yeah. that, that, that's kind of the, the dynamic that's like, no, we think we can. Mm -hmm. And there's a way to prop this up. And I guess that's where it kind of, and I see the wheels kind of turning in your head, you know, as I'm sharing that, I'm not trying to be thinking. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Which part? Well, when I was thinking about propping it up from mm. a, you know, a, um, a yeah, bike. I mean, that's one of those things where it's like, 
I think, like you said, our forefathers would be like, what the flip are you doing? <laughs> like, we never intended to be in debt as a country, intended for every other country. You know, like, we wanted to be the greatest country, not, and yet, you know, we would talk back and say, we are the greatest country. You sure. Know I mean, like, uh, yeah, so I, I, yeah, it's, uh, I think those things are, I don't, I'm not, I don't have enough intelligence to speak to those things in a way sure. that's, you know, that valid. But I'll just say, like, I think it's surprising how much we're, we've been able to prop it up. Yes. I would never have guessed we could continue on this trajectory from when I was in high school and hearing about how bad the debt was, right? Yeah, and all yeah. this stuff and, like, how catastrophic it was. And just kind of, there's a little, there was a little bit of doom and gloom outlook as to where how yep. our country was moving. Mm -hmm. And that was 20 some years ago. Sure. And I'm, and I'm not trying to re, re, uh, re yeah. iterate that. I'm I not guess trying I'm, to bring that up again. I guess. But recreate. That's as good times progress, soft men <laughs> increase. I hear you. Poor decisions also increase and wisdom decreases. And I I just feel like there's so many correlating circumstances that... I got you. I definitely think at some point we hit the tipping point and it goes to hard times. Like, I, I don't... Yeah. That's, that's just history to me. And that's where I kind of just chalk this whole thing up to a historical pattern. I guess mm. my question to you was more, do you feel like that historical pattern is reaching a fever pitch? <laughs> like, you know, it's a, do you feel like we're... Like, it's that up and down cycle is like every wave it gets bigger and bigger and bigger to mm. to the degree where we hit the end times right where we're in the revelation mode where yeah. things are real bad and, you know yeah it's a result of poor decisions and just you know that yeah kind of the tower of babel thing and again the bible's full of those cycles that you know noah we, we're talking about in church right now and like sure. that was a season where the whole world was evil and it was mm -hmm. just you know noah was Whatever. And then the Tower of Babel is another example mm -hmm. of just like the whole world was just yep. at this point, you know, where it, there needed to be a shakeup sort of thing. And um, and then like I think about Nineveh too a little bit. Sure. You know, I feel like there was kind of a cultural thing there that um, was arrogant. Sure. You know, and I think about the Roman Empire. Yeah. Yeah. Alexander the Great. Just yeah. all of these cycles, all these empires, like empires rise and fall, right? Like we know that. That that's sure. the universal truth. Yep. You know. Um I guess I'm just more inclined to think this is just part we're just on the roller the coaster loop. ride. I gotcha. And I'm thankful I'm on this part of the roller coaster ride. I'd rather be on this one than the hard times, but at the same mm. time, every generation was fine. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I mean, that sounds terrible. I mean, that is terrible to say because there were some <laughs> generations or some experiences that were truly horrifying. Holocaust, yeah. for example. And, you mm -hmm. know, there's there's many things as a result of that cycle that was very bad for very many people. Mm -hmm. And so I genuinely am very thankful that I'm on this side, even if it means a little bit of soft men and arrogance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm glad I'm on this part of the roller coaster ride. <laughs> And I'm, and I'm thinking about it in that context, and yet I'm also recognizing that's our part right now. Um, and then how, but how, at that point, how do you feel about what your kids will experience? Yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> um. I mean, that's yes. I feel like. I feel like this ride is going to keep moving up for a little while longer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're how hopeful. Long. Yes, yes. Yes. Exactly. Hopeful. And also. When you say a little while longer, your children's lifetime? Y- yes. I honestly don't know because oh, wow. it ties into, um, excuse me, ties into, I think the AI conversation for me is kind of the most relevant one to my kids future honestly that's how i feel okay is that yeah, the yeah. ai conversation is really going to be the tipping point one way or another mm. for whatever aren't the next generation um whether that helps us or hurts us and tips us into bad times or mm-hmm. you know and further and you know enhances the the good times for a long a little bit longer sure um so i i honestly don't know i I don't know, Mark. Yeah, and that's okay. I feel like there's nothing to be done about the roller coaster ride. But mm. I believe you and I doing this podcast and just the various other things I'm doing in life is my version of saying I'm not going to be on this ride. I'm going to do I I, I want to do firm foundation stuff. I hear you. You know what I mean? I'm, again, mixing metaphor, so maybe it's not very clear what I'm saying, but I guess what I'm saying is I'm trying to build my life on principles versus, you know... Information. Yeah, the empty empty foundations, uh, whether it's information, technology, yeah, you know, AI, whatever whatever it is, or, you know, like, look how great we are, all these things. Yeah. Like, uh, Chesterton's Fence, that kind of stuff. Like, I really... That's what I want to build my foundation on, and I want my kids to build their foundation on top of these same things. Sure. And so part of this podcast, for me, and I've said this before, is a little bit about legacy, about, Mm -hmm. you know, hopefully that the truth in these episodes will permeate in future generations if my kids do have to go through crazy stuff I, I don't know if that makes sense but it's yeah, like it i'm sense. doing what i can you want them have to... the, a solid foundation based on your truths that you desire to share through... well not my truth but well, yes the but truth, what, I, what the i'm truth, learning God's hopefully truth. i can help yeah i hear you yeah yeah, yeah. so I, I don't know i i just don't have a good answer because i just i, I can't control what's going to happen to them and it certainly isn't helpful for me to fret about uh-huh. what that tipping point might look like and what they might have to endure. Right. Um, and I, I mean, this is something Megan talks a lot about, but like so many of her clients in, you know, they just sit in her chair and they just chat, right? Like right. that's just the nature sure. of being a hairstylist. You know, you're kind of like a mini therapist. I right? know. No, like I give you that. Pseudo yeah. therapist. Uh, no, I'd, I'd say full on therapist, hair, <laughs> yeah. a hair therapist. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> That's what she caught. She should put on the yeah, yeah. Yes. hair therapist. Uh, anyways, but one of the things they say is so often is like, I can't believe you chose to have children in this generation, or like, yes. it's so it's, hard. It must be so hard, and all this, you know, just like, uh-huh. and so many of, of our counterparts have actually made that choice. You know, in our gen, I'll, I'll oh, say, not to have, kids. Yeah, 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 not to have because way fewer kids in this generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. to that point, you know, I'm I routinely have conversations with oh, people really? 
you know, who are saying, no, we just chose not to have kids, yeah. you know, based on what we see and the fact that yeah. we wouldn't want to, you know, yeah. raise kids in yeah. what we see. Yeah. But Megan mm-hmm. and, and I also have always bristled against that idea. Mm. It's like, yes, there's some weird, bad aspects to the world mm. right now. There's also some good stuff. Mm-hmm. And my kids are actually growing up in a very cush world. Mm. So, like, you're saying it's going to be so hard. It's like, no, actually, it's easier for them than it was for you. Mm. You know, like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I don't, yeah. Yeah. And that, and I guess that's where I'm I'm wrestling with this information yeah. versus intelligence, this aspect of being able to say, okay, is it still is there still hope in this process of information? Yeah. You know, we have so much and we can build on that. And I'm not saying we can indefinitely props things up. There's going to be some consequences to our choices, you know, mine, yours today, you know, in the future, that kind of thing, Mm -hmm. you know, but at the same time, I'm thinking about it in this context that, you know, God still remains faithful. And yet there's also a consequence to uh, a culture that, might say, yeah, we've got it all figured out. Yeah. And I, I'm with you in that context. I want, you know, our kids and I want other kids, I want all the kids and yeah. all the parents to be able to say, no, God is that, yeah. you know, source yeah. that we need over intelligence, yeah. over information, you know, but I, I just see that process of information tending to make us more anxious mm-hmm. and make us more, you know, at times, um, distracting us. Yeah. So I just thought of, I couldn't like really form the thoughts about what I was thinking about my kids, but I, mm-hmm. it kind of came to me while you were talking mm-hmm. as it usually does. <laughs> I don't know what you said, but I have an answer to your last question. <laughs> it's kidding. No, well, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think about Daniel, right. In the, the book of Daniel in the Bible sure. and how, that generation, uh, basically mm-hmm. Israel, was destroyed and taken into captivity. I mean, that's a mm-hmm. bad mm-hmm. cycle. That's that's the down part of the the, mm-hmm. the roller coaster, right? And yet Daniel shone through that. Sure, he had something that stood out. You know mm-hmm. that he he he's, he was separate from those around him to the degree where he was standing on the foundation of truth, not on the times right Mm, and mm -hmm. that's that's my hope that's my desire that's my goal for my kids and Mm -hmm. hopefully their kids is like as the roller coaster does what it does stay on this firm foundation Mm. and stand out you know what i mean be ready make Mm. the right choices have integrity like be the one that they choose because they can't trust anyone else Mm. you know what i mean like that's that's my perspective on my kids. I don't know what this world is going to do, but I want you to stand out and be a light and do the right thing and be the person that can shine and be an example of God's children Sure. in this culture, whatever this culture is going to do, good, bad, ugly. Right. You know what to I'm saying? To where you become more, you become the Daniels of yes. this generation. Or Joseph, right? Or Joseph, sure. <laughs> that's, that's why I named Joseph Joseph. It's I like gotcha. this idea that like, Whatever life throws at you, I want you to. Uh, there's this. Uh, <laughs> there's this 
little anecdote or little story. It's basically this donkey falls in a well, right? Okay. And so the farmer goes and he goes, oh no, the, the donkey's in the well. We're never going to get him out. He calls all his farmer friends. What should we do? And finally they decide, well, you know what we should probably do is just bury him. Like we should just sure. fill up the fill well, in the, fill in the make well. sure no other donkeys fall in there and kind of put him to his grave kind of thing. Okay. Put him out of his misery. So they start, you know, tossing dirt down in the, sure. the well and, Hmm, interesting. The donkey's shaking the dirt off and stepping up. Sure. So they kept throwing more dirt. And said, Man, that donkey won't get buried. And as they realize, like, they filled up the well and the donkey walks out. Sure. Right? Yeah. No, I hear you. That's what I want for my kids. Mm, okay. I hear you. Yeah. So when I think about the the craziness, the bad, the, the stuff that's mm. about to come, I want them to shake it off and step up. I hear you. You know? Yeah. So that's... Especially when people bring those kind of conversations, the doom and gloom to the future. I'm like, no, I'm, but that's that's where our firm foundation really matters. And that's where mm. uh, our faith can pull us through. And, you know, you think about um, Hiding Place. Sure. What's Corey Ten Boom. Corey Ten Boom and her we, sister. We got that right? one. Yes, right. nice job. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to yell at us this time, Linda. We got it. We got it. <laughs> Mark got it. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that's a perfect example of someone who shook it off and stepped up, shook it off, sure. stepped up. And just like, yeah. if you read that book, it's just nonstop shaking it off and stepping up. And yeah. that was a, I can't think of a worse, you know, situation for someone to go through that Holocaust situation, mm-hmm. be in those imprison- those en- encampments, mm-hmm. see their sister die in that encampment. And, and yet that faith held strong. And she also talks about how hard her faith was and mm-hmm. how terrible Mm-hmm. the thoughts that she had that were so terrible and all these things. Um, I guess maybe I'm just naive enough to think mm. that's what my kids can have. Sure. You know what I mean? Can be. Can be, yes. Sure. That's my desire. That's my goal. Mm. I feel like I'm not going to have to do that. I feel like I have it cushy. I gotcha. Right? But yeah. I, I also feel like, but I really want to prepare them in case that's the case for them. Mm. And so what does that look like? Well, I think it looks like, you know, this kind of stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I appreciate you sharing on that. What about you? Because well, I know it, you, you asked me about my kids specifically because I think you think about your kids a lot too. Yeah. And I, what, are, what are your thoughts And, it, and I think, all? you know, it is it is more... And granted, there's a difference between, you know, Lizzie's perspectives and John pers- John's perspectives, you know, yeah. on on life in general. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're just different. Yeah, I can know. see it. I can. I, yeah. yeah, I can see it. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I, I recognize, you know, probably there is that that part that John might be a little more. No, I'll figure it out. I can do this. And then, you know, Lizzie has more of that, you know, concern for, you know, what's it going to be like, or, you know, as you know, it, uh, the possibly at times the difficulty that it would be to, you know, get a job, live off that, you know, income, you know, be able to have your own place to buy a house, you know, kind of the things that she's seen us do, you know, I don't know as if she feels as confident, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. to be able to, not that she isn't every bit as intelligent or whatever, but, you know, the ability more so than her dad, of course, but that ability to, you know, duplicate what we were able to offer her. Yeah. You know, and I yeah. think there is more concern on mm. her part, you know, to be able to do that. And I, and yeah. I, 
And I think about that, you know, for, from that perspective at times, Mm. you know, and I'm not saying, you know, she isn't willing to rise above or isn't going to be, but, you know, at the same time, I'm thinking about it in the context of, you know, I think the culture will be a little bit different, you know, as time goes by, Mm -hmm. because, you know, you know, even for, even from a, you know, how, when my kids were young, you know, how much governmental oversight there was or, you know, dependence on government, you know, those kind of things. I think it's a different dynamic, Mm -hmm. still part of the, I'm agreeing with you in that, you know, part of the, the roller, yeah, the roller cycle, the, the roller (laughs) coaster cycle, cycle. (laughs) you know, but you know, and I'm, and I'm definitely not, um, I'm, I'm, I'm still hopeful, you know, but I, I think as a culture, I see more of that concern, like we're saying about people not having kids or, you know, my kids being able to duplicate what they experienced, you know, in a, and, you know, and granted part of how often will you hear and, you know, nothing against you folks, how often will you hear say, well, you can't, you can't do it on a single income anymore. Hmm. You follow me? Mm-hmm. You know, that's, you know, another cultural thing. It's like years ago. Yeah, that was still mm-hmm. possible, mm-hmm. you know, in mm-hmm. some cases. But it does seem in many. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that's true. It's but not, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there's also going to be some choices. Tra- yeah. Trade-offs yeah, you're willing you're, to make. Exactly. I think about Kelly and Jackson. I think they're doing just fine. Yeah. You no, know, I hear you. Kelly's my sister-in-law. Jackson's my brother-in-law. He's a yep. park ranger, but. You know, they'll do a single income. They have several yep. kids and yeah, they're making it. They're thriving. And I think uh, there's many other examples, but they come to mind. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. Like there's definitely a, I guess, two. Uh-huh. For me, it's about fighting perception problems. Yes. There's, there's a perception that your opportunities are limited. The, the fact is... You, no single person's opportunities are more limited than any other person's outside of God's grace and mm. sovereignty. And again, this comes back to theology. If you know, sure. For me, it does. Yeah, but you have white privilege. Yeah, <laughs> that was God's sovereignty. <laughs> I, I. That's no. the thing. I mean, you think you, you think you're catching me? I agree. No, and no. I think that's. There's many white men who wouldn't be able to say, yeah, and I'm able to build on that foundation and be successful. I know that that's true, and I know that that's benefited me in my life. I can specifically see instances throughout my life where that was true. I got you. you Mm -hmm. But I could choose not to see that. Sure. You you see it as the sovereignty of God. Yeah. Yeah. And same with like Lizzie, you know, like she is going to be fine. I believe she loves Jesus Hmm. and she cares about him more than everything else in this world on most good days. Right. (laughs) Like, I mean, she's like, I think she's a human like me. So some days, you know, you lose. I know she is. She's a human. Yes. So she's going to be fine. Like I trust God's plan for her life is going to take care of her. Even if there are some challenges, even if she can't quite do it the way you and you know, Chris did it. Like sure. that's she of can course she not can important it. that she does it like you did it. But she can do it she, better. Yeah. Yeah. There's gonna I agree. she's gonna do it in a way I believe that she's I don't have any doubt she's gonna be successful. You know what I, I mean? mean? Yeah. And I think I think sometimes I feel like my job in life is to 
fight that negative perception mm. because again we're n- you don't have to be on the roller coaster ride you can be on the the walk plank next to it that's built on concrete right like i got you you can be separate from it mm-hmm. in it but not of it sure right which is what the bible talks about yeah and i i think when we get on the ride okay well you're on the ride now so you're going to get what you get sure i don't think you have to be i think you I say that at the same time, I am on the right. Like I'm benefiting from the upward swing yeah. of economy and all these things. And like, yep. I can't separate myself from that, but, um, I don't know. Does that make sense? Any yeah, of what it does. I'm saying? It does. I, and I, and I, and I recognize what you're saying. In other words, if you, you desire to be like Daniel and on the mm-hmm. walk plank beside to where you're not given to the rise and the fall. Mm-hmm. And yet, there is, there will be historically speaking, and I think this is part of intelligence, you know, our wisdom, if you will, to be able to recognize, yes, as a culture ignores God, there will be harder times that come, Yeah, you know, to where, you know, Daniel was walking, I mean, did he outlive three kingdoms or at least three kings different, Mm, you know, for sure. The Medes, One, the Persians, yeah, you know, yeah. you, you know, yeah. I, to where I, I, I realized for him, yeah, he mm-hmm. would, he continued to yeah. walk yeah, and the, good... the, the kingdoms rose and fell. Mm-hmm. So he experienced that and he was still able to recognize God's faithfulness through it all. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say that he didn't experience some hard times right. when those kingdoms changed, when, he, you know, he went out of exile. Did I think, you know, and here again, Maybe the maybe it's the roller coaster analogy that breaks down. You know, he was able to continue to trust in God, yeah. even though the circumstances fell down. You know, yeah. he went through that exile, had yeah. to move, had to do yeah. things different. Yeah. You know, and yet there is that wisdom, that faith that is separate from information. And yeah. then the information can tend to lead us to say, okay. How can I prop myself up mm-hmm. or what do I need to do to yeah. protect myself? Yeah. You know, because it's more mm-hmm. about that self yeah. sustaining than God sustaining. Yeah. And I believe, I don't, I don't believe in ab, uh, what's the word? Uh, <laughs> abdicating, abdicating okay. my responsibilities. Sure. I believe that first I look to, God as my foundation and trust mm. him with the barns being built. And then I go, you know, humbly to build the barns, right? Sure. To say, yeah. Um, but I also, you know, as far as hard times and all that, we often will, I mean, I think it's natural to hear about the stories in the Bible. They don't have a lot of color commentary as to how the people felt mm-hmm. before, no, after, during, or whatever. You think sure. about the story of Meshach, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yes, thank yep. you. No they problem. were also with Daniel, right, yep. in that whole exile. They were sent to a furnace to burn. Mm-hmm. And we think, mm. you know, I'm not going to spoil the story yet, but, like, <laughs> that's a terrible, like, that's a bad downward a bad dip deal. in the roller coaster. Like, that's, yeah, you, if you're on a roller coaster ride, like, that's that's the end. That's where you crash. I got gotcha. you. They weren't on the roller coaster. They were next to it. Sure. And they were spared from being burnt so much so that, you know, Jesus met them in that fire and they were able to be mm. delivered and it 
made uh what's his face the the ruler guy nebuchadnezzar thank you yeah <laughs> be like what what in the world what do you guys got going on you know yeah and again that's what i want for my kids that's what i want for me that's what I want sure. for you that's what i want for you, you know lizzie and john it's like be mash Mashak. <laughs> Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Be Daniel. Be Joseph. Mm. Be next to the ride, not on it. Sure. Put your foundation in what really matters. Mm-hmm. And when the circumstances come into your life, take them in stride, mm. knowing that he's in control. Sure. None of this matters as long as you're standing on him. Mm-hmm. Peter. You're in the storm. Sure. Jesus calls you out in the water. As long as you're looking at Jesus, you can flip and walk on water. I hear you. Like you can do something that doesn't make sense. Mm. You know, forget the roller coaster. Now we're in a (laughs) storm on the sea walking on water. Like clearly a firm foundation is under your feet at that point. That's Mm. not the actual reality, which is water, which is a storm. Sure. I'm just saying like, so many examples Focus. throughout the Bible is if your foundation's in the right place, what whatever's happening around you mm. isn't relevant. Sure. Which is again an oversimplification. It's I get it. relevant. Sure. It it's an enhancement to the story. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like the the fact that he's walking on water only makes the story better. The fact that there was a storm, the fact all these things only makes mm-hmm. it better, you know? Yeah. Um, but the fact is he was just looking at Jesus the focus. and trusting him. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Same with where where is our focus? Mad Shack. <laughs> <laughs> their faith was their focus. Same with Daniel. Same with sure. Joseph. Yeah. Right? It was where their focus was. And they yep. weren't being tossed about by the waves around them. They weren't mm-hmm. being thrown off the roller coaster ride. They were same focused. Singularly sure. focused. Yeah. Good stuff. Nice job, Justin. Yes. Your thoughts. No, it's okay. th- those are those are those are great thoughts, and I mm-hmm. think you know that's I think that's what we need to be able to offer. Yeah, you know, to those around us who are you know struggling with that that cultural dynamic of you know the sky is falling type yeah. stuff. You know, granted, it's there is there will be difficult times that yes. come. Our wisdom, our intelligence, like when you're being told you have to go into that. F- furnace and burn to death sure yeah right like yeah i I agree with that completely yeah and yet i think there the our wisdom can tell us that's okay yeah because ultimately there this isn't our this isn't our home this isn't our safe place this isn't where we have to live indefinitely yeah you follow me to yeah. where if it rises, if it falls, the coaster goes up, but the coaster yeah. goes down, you know, this isn't, this isn't our home. Right. And, you know, I think this is, you know, we can tend to confuse, you know, heaven with our kingdom on earth, you know, that kind of thing. And God doesn't offer that, you know, I mean, when yeah. I, we, we, we get, we get focused on building our kingdom here on earth, you know, yeah. versus, you know, being able to spend, you know, eternity in heaven, that kind of thing Mm -hmm. is far different. Yeah. And so I think, you know, at times, Hmm. especially like you say, if, if I don't recognize that foundation or, you know, if I don't have that foundation, that's Jesus Christ, I'm going to 
try to prop everything up and all of these other characteristics, all these other concerns, all this information is going to overwhelm and concern me. It's going to be the waves. Yes. You're going to start sinking. Exactly. Yes. Yep. And I think that's where... And granted, I'm not saying, you know, anybody that chooses not to have kids is, you know, avoiding that, you know, I'm not, I just want, but at the same time, you know, being able to recognize, okay, yeah, yeah, God still has it, Mm -hmm. everything, everything Mm -hmm. under control, regardless Mm -hmm. of what you might hear, regardless of the, you know, the choices people might even make, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's a part of the plan. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. No, go ahead. <laughs> I definitely have empathy for those who don't, you know, want to have kids or whatever. I, I don't have any problem with that. I sure. think it's just a matter of, um, you know, not living fear-based, right? Sure. And I also think, too, a lot of times when we live in that caution and that whatever, mm. we're trying to borrow from tomorrow's grace, Right, like mm. you, you are going to go through some hard circumstances, no matter what the roller coaster is doing. Sure, it doesn't matter. Everyone goes through hard stuff. Mm-hmm. Some people harder than others, right? And the thing that we have to trust, and the thing I'm trusting for me, if things go bad, but definitely my kids, is that when the time comes, mm. they'll be on the firm foundation, and they will be given what they need in the time they need it. Sure. I I don't believe in this pillars of the faith idea where every person mentioned the Bible was a cut above everyone else not in the Bible, uh, mm. with a few exceptions. I mean, I think Paul, I gotcha. you know, like, no, but, no, but in every case where we hear incredible circumstances, I believe that they were given what they needed in the time they needed it. Sure. You know, and for Daniel to say, I'm not going to eat your food, like... I bet if you would have asked him five months prior to that, like if you're and he's in exile and they're barely eating anything and they're, you know, struggling through life. And if there was a, Hey, in five months, did you know you're going to be offered the King's best meal? Mm-hmm. Will you take it? Like, I'll take anything right now. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My guess is like when the time came, the Holy spirit convicted him mm-hmm. and he said, you know what? I, I think I need to do this different. And I don't think it was because Daniel was the superpower. I believe he had the Holy Spirit. I believe that he was guided mm-hmm. by God and given that, you know, the strength in that moment. Same with Joseph. Same with Peter, right? Mm-hmm. And I believe that's going to be true for everyone listening. Like, if you're sure. able to be looking at him in the middle of that storm, then you can walk on water. If you stop looking at him, you won't. And he will give you the ability. Do you think Peter had it in him to walk on water? Mm-hmm. Of course not. I hear you. That was God-given. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Th- that ability that I had was not a Peter ability. It's not a human ability. I gotcha. Right? And I believe that when you are able to walk through fire, mm. when you are able to go into your work situation where they want you to do something they should you shouldn't and you mm. say, I can't, I believe you're, that is a God-given ability to do that. Sure. In the moment, as you need it. Mm. And I believe that's going to be true as culture does what culture is going to do. And you're called in the moment to make a split decision. Will you support this? Will you stand up against this? Will you be loving? Will you be hateful? Will you whatever? You have an opportunity there to look at Jesus and Mm -hmm. do something supernatural. 
sure. right? To do what he's given you the ability to do. Or you can say, I've been preparing for this my whole life and I'm ready, <laughs> you know? And like, I don't know. I always knew this moment was going to come and I got my shotguns ready. Yeah. And like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think the former is better. I hear you. Yeah. So well, thanks for sharing. That's how I see it. Yes, that is how you see it. And I appreciate you sharing. Yes. Those are good things. Got me all fired up. I did. I see that. Anything Got else? My shotgun's ready. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any anything else? Anything else you need to uh, get off my chest? Say, yeah, no, I'm serious. And that I appreciate what you're sharing. And then recognizing, yes, we we don't we don't have anything over our forefathers, but yet they have given us a foundation that mm-hmm. we can build on in wisdom mm-hmm. that is able to say, yeah, we're not smarter. If anything, we can be more distracted. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. where the information piece comes in as we try as I try to try to bring it back to yeah, you know, back to te- the original technology thing. versus information. Yeah. I think it like it's kinda like investment. Yeah. Like when we build on a foundation that was previously built, mm. we we should think of it as an like how we invest our money. When you put your money in a certain investment, there's no guarantee. Mm. But you do your best. Right mm-hmm. to figure out what's going to be a reasonable return, and sure. and then you recognize that there's market fluctuation, right? Sure, so there's going to be good days and bad days, but ultimately, if you know you you try and do the right thing, and then I feel like when you build on the firm, the foundation that's built by previous generations, that's what it is. Like, sure, I'm going to build on this thing, but I'm not going to put all my eggs in that basket. Yep. You know, and I think all our eggs should be in the Jesus basket. And what we build out here is still built on the foundation that's with him. But we are able to say this is an investment in this direction. It may work out. It may not. This AI thing might, you know, become a thing or might, you know, destroy us all. But for now, I'm going to use it to enhance what I'm able to, you know, like. Sure. So I feel like that's what technology is. I I feel like that's what using the the wisdom, you know, that, and sorry, intelligence, the Mm -hmm. foundation that's been built by previous generations is an opportunity to potentially build more on top of it, but recognizing that that could fall. Sure. You know, and that's okay. Yep. Back to that original thing. And that's how we see it. Hey. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you like how I see it, please do all the things that podcasts tell you to do. Subscribe, rate, review, follow us, uh, and or talk nicely about us on social media. If you want to reach out, the email is us at howiseeit.click. Yep, I said dot click, as in dot C-L-I-C-K. Please tell your friends about this show, and we'll see you on the next one.